Father, we want to thank you for this opportunity to have this meeting with you. We thank you because, Almighty and everlasting God, as we have come to hear from you, we trust that, Lord, you will speak to our hearts. We pray, Almighty and everlasting God, that you will meet us at the point of need, even as your word comes forth now. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us read Luke chapter 13, verse 1 to 5. There were present at that season some who told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And Jesus answered and said to them, Do you suppose that these Galileans were worse sinners than all other Galileans because they suffered such things? I tell you, no, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Or those eighteen on whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them, do you think that they were worse sinners than all other men who dwelt in Jerusalem? I tell you, no, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. May the Lord bless you of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord Jesus Christ was told by some people about the people whom Pilate had mingled their blood with their sacrifices. And Jesus said to them, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than you others because they suffered these things? Then he said to them, Unless you repent, you will suffer the same thing. In fact, you will suffer worse because you will be dying forever, eternally. And then he now mentioned a situation that must have happened some time back when a tower in Siloam fell and killed 18 people. And he then asked, do you think that those people were worse sinners than all other men who dwelt in Jerusalem, on whom the tower did not fall? And then he concluded again and said, unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Today, when we look around our world, we see some nations are at war. We read of famine in some lands. We watch on TV and see floods, killing people and destroying homes. We read of typhoons, hurricanes, mudslides, and all kinds of disasters around the world. And people have died as a result of these things. And sometimes you wonder whether those people were worse sinners than we are. But Jesus Christ is saying that it is not because they are horrible sinners or because they are worse than us. Unless we ourselves repent of sin, we will also perish, not just like they perish physically, but we will perish eternally in hell. When things go wrong with people, we tend to think that people who are going through terrible times must be terrible people. In fact, when terrible things happen to us, we always think that we must be very terrible people ourselves. And then when you are a Christian and these kind of things happen to you, you begin to wonder what Christianity is all about. How come I am not protected? This was the kind of situation that troubled the mind of the psalmist in Psalm 73. When he saw rich people getting richer, he saw wicked people living well. And he was wondering, what is going on here? Is it wrong for me to serve God? He saw ungodly people living well. He saw godly people living horribly. He was wondering, is it wrong to serve God? Then he said he went into the sanctuary of God. And then he understood that these people were being fattened for the day of their destruction. Then he came to understand that it is not how well you are living on the earth, but how well you will live when you leave the earth. People face life's challenges every day. But if we don't have a proper perspective to dealing with challenges, we will not be able to understand how to handle these things. So today I want to talk about dealing with challenging times. No matter how big or how small you may seem to be in the sight of men or in the sight of God, you will face challenging times. But how you handle yourself during challenging times will tell what would happen to you both on earth and eternity when you leave the earth. So when you face challenging times, I want you to remember certain things. Number one, challenging times are part of life. 
Good and evil come to all people, but it is how you have lived that will tell how you handle challenging times. The Lord Jesus spoke of two people who built their houses, one built on a rock, the other built on sand. The same devastating conditions came to both of them. The rain fell, floods came, winds blew and beat on both houses. But the house that was built on the rock stood firm. The one that was built on sand scattered. So if you build your life on Jesus Christ, when disasters come, you will be able to stand firm because Jesus Christ is the rock that keeps our lives together in the midst of disaster. But if you build your life on any other thing, it's like building your life on sand. When disaster comes, it will sweep your life away. Number two, the Bible tells us that God makes all things to work together for good for those who love him and those who are called according to his purpose. That means that when challenging times come, they work for your good as long as you're a child of God. If you are not a child of God, then challenging times may sweep you away. But the reality is that challenging times, even for those who are not children of God, work for their good in the sense that God uses it to bring them to himself. He uses challenging times to bring them to the place where they realize that they need God. And in realizing that they need God, he enables them to come to the place of repentance. The third thing that I want us to note is that God uses hardship and such challenging times to make us strong and be able to handle anything in future. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 5 verse 3 to 4 that we can also rejoice when we are facing tribulations knowing that they make us to learn how to persevere. They make us to learn how to endure. They build in us character and enable us to live as God wants us to live. So that when facing challenging times, we recognize that these times are like training times. They are like times of building us up so that we can stand firm in the Lord. A fourth thing that we need to note when we are facing challenging times is that God is with you through it all. In Isaiah chapter 43, God makes it clear that when you pass through the fire, when you pass through waters, it will not overflow you because he will be there. When you go through fire, the fire will not destroy you. The fire will not scourge you because God will be in the fire with you. In Isaiah chapter 63 verse 9, when the children of Israel went through times of affliction, God said he was there with them in the affliction. He was afflicted himself. So whenever you are facing challenging times, I want you to know that Jesus Christ is facing that challenging time along with you. And because he's facing it along with you, you are able to bear it because he is giving you the grace. He is giving you the strength to be able to bear such challenging times. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 10, that when we face temptations, those temptations are things that all men go through, but that God, will make a way by which we can escape the harshness of such times. God will give us a way by which we can escape and overcome such challenges of life. Number five, the Bible tells us that weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. I want us to understand that challenging times will always come. And when they come, it doesn't mean that it is the end of life. Remember that you may be weeping all night, but the morning time is going to come when you will overcome those challenging times and you will begin to live as God has planned for you to live afterwards. But during that time, you will weep, you will mourn, you will be sorrowful, you will think that life has come to an end as you know it. But it is God 
who is doing all things for your glorification in eternity. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17 to 18. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. The Bible is telling us that whatever challenging times we are facing now are light afflictions compared to the weight of glory that we will receive in eternity. We must understand that if you are a believer, suffering, life challenges, tribulations are a part of the gospel. We must go through those things. Any message that is telling you that if you are a Christian, you are not going to face life challenges is a lie. It is not the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That brings me to point number six. You must be sure when you are facing challenging times that it is not because of sin. I want us to understand one thing. It is not everybody who goes through hardship. It's not everybody who's going through tribulation that is a sinner. In John chapter nine, the Bible tells us the story of a man who was born blind. And Jesus' disciples asked Jesus, why was this man born blind? Did this man sin from the womb? Or was it his parents that sinned that made him to be born blind? And Jesus said, it was not any of those things. It was not the sins of the parents. It was not the sins of the man in the womb that made him to be born blind. That, that he was born blind that God might be glorified. A number of times, the challenges of life that we face is so that God can be glorified in our lives. God allows us to go through tough times. And then he will now come and do a miracle and rescue us out. And people will know that it is only God that could have done that. So God is glorified when we face life's challenges and we submit and surrender our lives to him. That brings me to point number seven, which will be the final part. If however you have sinned, you must repent. God is gracious and merciful. Even though not all challenging times are the result of sin, there are those that come because of sin. If you will repent and you will cry to God, he is gracious and he is merciful. He will forgive you and he will again give you joy. The truth of the matter is God uses some of these challenging times to bring us back to our senses when we are living in sin so that we can return to God and say, Lord, have mercy on me. You remember the parable of the prodigal son? It was when he faced hardship that he remembered that he had a home to go to. It was then that he remembered that servants in his father's house were better treated. And as a result of that understanding, he realized that he was doing the wrong thing and in the wrong place. He said, I will arise. I will go back to my father. And I will tell him that I have done wrong. Please accept me as one of your servants. And he arose and he returned home. And when he returned home, he discovered that his father was waiting for him. So I want you to understand one thing. Even when you have sinned, God is waiting for you to come to him in true repentance, not in fake repentance, but in true repentance because he is gracious and merciful. He will forgive your sins and then he will receive you again. So let me quickly summarize what I've said here. Challenging times come to all men, but those who are better able to handle it are those who have built their lives on the rock of Jesus Christ and also his word that we follow. Secondly, if you are a Christian, all things work together for good because you are a child of God, because you are called according to the purpose of God. The third thing is that challenging times come to build us up, to strengthen us, to train us, to make us able to withstand anything that will come our way. The fourth thing we said is that when we are going through challenging times, always remember that God is there with you. God is present with you and that is why you are not going to be overwhelmed by it. The fifth thing to also remember is that weeping may endure for the night, 
but joy comes in the morning. Challenging times don't last forever. They only go for as long as is required. After that, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Never be in despair. Never give up. Always trust God because you will overcome. And then sickly we say, find out why you are going through challenging times. If it is because you did not sin, then it is for the glory of God and God will be glorified in the end. And so what should you do? Be rejoicing. Be praying to God. Put your trust in God. Commit your life into his hands. Finally, we said, if it is sin causing you to go through life challenges and tribulations, then repent. God is gracious. He is merciful. It is possible that he brought that time of challenges to you so that you can realize how far you have gone away from God and then run to him and he will accept you. Challenging times are not meant for you to go and begin to look for a way of trying to solve a problem that you cannot even solve in the first place. Go to God in true repentance and God will receive you. Let me begin to conclude now. You are not better than anyone else and no one else is better than you. You are not better than people who are going through sufferings. People who are not going through sufferings are not better than you. It is where you stand in God that matters. It is not what you are going through that is the issue. But where do you stand in God? Are you standing on the right side of God or are you standing on the wrong side of God? If you are standing on the right side of God, even when you are going through life challenges, it doesn't matter because in eternity, you will rejoice. So please remember that. Also, if you are enjoying your life and somebody is going through tough times, remember that he may not be going through tough times because he sinned. And even if it is sin, then you intercede for him. Trust God that he will come out of it. But also God allows other people to go through challenging times so that we can see and learn and understand how they are coping with it and we ourselves can overcome at the end of the day. Each of us have a way by which God is preparing us for the future. And it's not the same for everybody. So recognize that whatever it is you are going through, God is passing you through it if you are a child of God so that you will be able to overcome in future many of the challenges that you come across. Also, so that you'll be able to encourage other people who will go through those challenging times. So remember that God may be preparing you for a future time. I remember a situation in which a woman had lost a two-year-old child. And I didn't know what to say. So I went to God and asked, Lord, how do I comfort a woman who has lost a two-year-old child? And God told me that I should tell her that he is preparing her for a time when she will come across other people who would be in that same situation. She will be in a better position to counsel with them, to encourage them, and to share her own testimony of how she was able to overcome her own grief. We might find that very difficult to swallow, but it is the reality of life. We learn from people who have gone through other things. The Englishman tells us that experience is the best teacher, which is good. However, you don't have to experience everything to learn. You can also learn from those who have experienced bad times and are telling you how to overcome them or how not to get involved with it. I think in one of the Psalms, David said that after he has been forgiven of his sins, he will now begin to tell other people how to avoid that sin. So you may be going through that because God is preparing you for ministry, preparing you for service. And we also noted that if you have sinned, confess your sins immediately. Don't wait until challenging times come to force you to repent. It is better that you repent once the Holy Spirit brings it to your attention and quit doing that sin immediately. Finally, I want to let you know that God has a plan for your life. If you are born again, God has a plan for your life. He will not forsake you. He will not abandon you. So trust him and do not turn away from him. Put all your trust in God because he has a plan for you. He's taking you somewhere. 
somewhere here on earth and more importantly he's taking you somewhere in eternity and that somewhere in eternity that God is taking you to is heaven as long as you trust him as long as you stay with him God will take you to that place that he wants for you to be at let us pray heavenly father I want to thank you for that which you have shared with us today I pray that Lord you will give us the grace to go through challenging times and to overcome at the end of it all I pray Lord that you will put deep in our hearts that weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning time. Help us, Lord, to understand that through challenging times, you are there with us, carrying us, shielding us, enabling us to pass through it and to overcome it. That you are training us for a future, an expected future that you have in store for us. At the end of everything, Almighty and everlasting God, I pray that we'll be able to rejoice in glory with you. Thank you, everlasting Father. Blessed be your name, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen.